Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, legend, my co-host, Joshua. Gangsta time, go! It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. What up, Chris? Was good, everybody listening? Um, I can see Brian's video, but he selfishly won't show it to y'all. <laughs> well, he's on his phone right now, so it's not going to be a good. Uh, yeah, man. Why you? Why you gotta? Why you gotta throw me under the bus, dude? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, that is the disembodied voice of our uh, producer, Edge Lord. Big news, Brian. What news? Up. Hey. Oh my goodness, we are back. Uh, with some uh, Shonen Jump goodness for you guys. It is Manga Tuesday. So uh, let's not waste any time. We got some good shit. This was a good week this week, honestly. So uh, let's not delay any more time. Let's get into plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? You can find me on the planet Earth. <laughs> All right. Same. You can find me on social media at JD Cole underscore 37. Now since the grave. And um, at NY Chillin with an E-N, not I-N-G on Twitter. Ooh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, you know, whenever I decide to get, like, a new computer or something, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, this time we have a tie again. But it's a two-way tie this time, so uh, I guess a little better. But um, yeah, please, we could use more votes. And we announce the winners every time, so check us out on Twitter at New Jump City or on Instagram. Sometimes we post nice things on there as well. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. That would be the coolest way to get in touch with us. Uh, we do still have an email waiting. Uh, it's actually kind of like a bigger question that I'd like to take the time to answer because it involves a lot of characters, but uh, we will get to it. But please send us more. Uh, we love we love getting questions. It's always a nice thing. Um, you can also also like leave us feedback on what you like to see on the show and uh we'll we'll address those concerns uh at any point in time if you prefer you can comment under all of the videos that we make for you guys uh whether it's the little highlight breakouts that we put up on youtube or the full episodes that go up a little earlier uh subscribe while you're at it uh do the like thing do the share thing uh if you prefer audio podcasts you can uh, check us out on itunes spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pandora Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Uh, the audio version of the podcast usually goes up first. So, uh, yeah, do that up. Uh, and I think that's it. Without further ado, uh, spoiler alerts ahead. Let's get into the show. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1041, Kumurasaki. Um... We get a little bit of a color p cover page again. Uh, this time, you know, we have uh, Pudding punching the shit out of Niji and Yanji for abusing Sanji for years. Um, so good for you, Pudding. You did the good thing. Uh, meanwhile, outside of uh, Onigashima, we uh, reconnect with Momonosuke, who is talking to Yamato about how Zunesha is here. And... Um, how Zunesha just came out to scrap. He's like, I've come to join the battle, Momonosuke. Tell me what to do. 
Uh, Dude, he shared into his as a uh, first round DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a new Smash character. Yeah. <laughs> Zunisha joins the fight. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. And also kind of overwhelming for Momonosuke because he's like, after reading Father's journal, I learned why it's so important that I must not die. But for some reason, Father tore out the page with the most crucial part. Very convenient. He's angry. <laughs> he puffs. I forget he's a grown man. He's not a child right now. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, so... He's right. Oh, sorry, Josh. I didn't mean to cut you off. I said he's right. Oh, yeah. He's like 28 at this point. Um, yeah, I guess that's the, the ideal ripe age. I guess. I mean, she used the ripe, ripe fruit, so... Yeah. No, that's true. I guess 28's a ripe age. 28 is ideal ripeness for human beings. <laughs> well, I'm 29 now, so I guess I'm... You are past. I'm past my prime. <laughs> it's only downhill from here, dudes. <laughs> no looking up. Accomplish what you got to accomplish before 28, because it's all over. <laughs> uh, but in any case, Momonosuke is just like, I don't know what he wanted from me because he tore out that last page. What the fuck were they laughing at at Raftail? And I'm like, dude... You and me both wonder this. Right. Momonosuke is currently every One Piece reader. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, but it's interesting. He starts talking about how his father wasn't a prophet. Uh, and he was thinking if he was alive today to see what the world is, uh, would he still really want to open Wano's borders? And, yes. uh, and he's like doubting himself as to whether he wants to do it when this is all said and done. Um, so here's the issue. Um, his dad would because he's not a punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If there's anything, wow. Odin... oh, sorry, his son is very frail. Yeah, only artificially of ripeness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. Uh, yeah, he is only an eight-year-old boy in a ripe twenty-eight-year-old man's body. So, <laughs> yeah, he is still he is still pretty young, <laughs> like mentally. <laughs> yeah his so, mind isn't ripe yeah but you know uh speaking of not being ripe the ne next page we cut over to the third floor on the battle of the connecting passage uh the other ninja guy i guess burned to death why is that to be so ambiguous <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, unless they explicitly state he's dead, I I don't believe he's dead. But he's in the barbecue state. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in the barbecue state of being. Uh, yeah, and so I guess that's on death's door. Like, I suppose it's rare right now. This yeah. was a real battle of endurance between these two. Yeah, I mean, Rizo finally lets out that he's in actual pain, but even not like not fully because he still has to be like, "Ouch! It's so." Not hot, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, he's trying to front, but luckily for him, a fishman pulls up. It's Jimbei, um, and maybe Jimbei can do something about this somehow. Um, and spray his water on him, something like that. Maybe he could do that like weird tsunami thing with nearby water somewhere and just splash. Yeah, I mean, he can't materialize water, so I don't know. It's very unfortunate. Yeah, uh, he's not a water bender, but. Yeah. He's, well, they can't materialize water. Oh, they can out of thin air. Fishmen? No. Um, waterbenders, so you are right. 
Yeah. No, I was correct. <laughs> you were right. You were right. Um, Rizo seems to be okay, though, because now, like, after he sees Jinbei, he's like, we must hurry. How careless of me. The preparations were already complete. And I'm like, Rizo, what preparations, dude? What you got going on there, you sneaky little ninja? Come what on. was he doing before he got into this fight? <clears throat> do you do you guys remember? Sneaking around. Hmm? Like, before he started this, this fight with the fucking forehead. Oh, you mean, like, two years ago? <laughs> when yeah, what was started? he doing? I don't know. Like, did he have a task and then he just got like sidetracked? Like, does anybody remember? No, he finished he, his they job. Fought, they all fought Kaido, right? That's then true. They lost. Then they dispersed, and I guess he ran into. No, you're right, Josh. He was supposed or to be being, doing. I don't know, sockhead. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely supposed to be doing something, but I guess I forgot because it's been forever. If you know what Ryzo was talking about, please comment and refresh our memories because in this moment, I'm like, what? did he do we're uh, begging you guys please do we have bad memories i we apologize um but anyway meanwhile in the uh treasure repository uh we cut back to orochi who last we saw him was with kumurasaki who showed up uh and is just playing her instrument and now he's getting tight he's like fukurakuju where is that garbage ninja Damn, hit him that's him with the one that's uh, past barbecue. Yeah, I mean he's he's cooking, dude. He's well done right now. He's doing. He's being prepared. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's just upset and tight. And uh, Komurasaki continues to play her uh, guitar thing, and um, he's just like, "Stop it! Put that instrument down with your pretentious mask." Um. <laughs> He's like, don't you see shit is serious out here? Um, and at that moment... Uh, he thinks that's pretentious. Mm. <laughs> Wait till he watches Twilight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so while that's happening, the the roof caves in on top of Orochi because, you know, the whole fucking place is on fire and shit. And the whole thing... And he deserves it. Yeah, definitely. And the whole thing collapses on top of him. And um, he's like... What the fuck? Why can't I transform? And um, it turns out uh, Hiori has been wearing sea stone on her nails this entire time. Wow. And that's why she went over them. The, just basically to prevent Orochi from being able to transform into his, his Hydra monster form. Um, which, pretty cool. So now she just can't transform. He can't transform, so he's just stuck under this rubble and has a great probability of dying under there <laughs> so Hopefully. uh pretty cool he's died three times already so yeah i mean this time he doesn't have the powers that would save him from getting killed so mm. you know not great and she reveals that um you know that she is the daughter of kozuki odin and man orochi's like father and uh, she's like yeah bitch what now uh, that's when we cut over to more people dying. Oh my god! Uh, Izo and uh the CP zero agent known as Maha, I believe, are uh just do a dual exchange of death. Uh, Izo lets off the fucking like gun directly into this guy's gun uh, gut. Bow bow bow. And <laughs> and Izo gets poked with like the death finger that they do. 
so I guess you know mm-hmm. mutual mutually assured destruction. Dude, I forgot about that shit <clears throat> about that CP9 skill. Yeah, the fucking finger finger blast or whatever it's called. So he's dead, dead. I mean, that, they don't say he's dead, so I don't think so. But it's not looking good. The bullet went clear through him and exploded out at the back of this guy's back. So you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows if he's always dead? But people, he's not. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the other CP0 guy is like, no, damn you, Ezo. Why the fuck are all these white beard pirates helping? This is bullshit. It's cheating. Yeah, I thought the niggas was dead. <laughs> Basically. And so this guy starts walking away uh, until he gets a call from his other boy up there on top. Uh, and he gets a call uh, with orders from the five elders to eliminate Straw Hat Luffy at once. And he's like, fuck you mean? <laughs> Straw Hat's fighting Kaido right now. You want me to interfere with Kaido's battle? That's impossible. Who the fuck do you think I am? Yeah. I struggled versus Ezo. <laughs> you think I'm going to survive? My power has just been scaled properly for the masses. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. They're asking me stupid shit like that. And they're like, yeah. So I hear all that hot shit. And guess what? We don't care. Yeah. Go make it happen. You got to go. You got to go do your thing, man. Die for your country or whatever this is that we do. X-Drake's um, looking on like, damn, son, that's fucked up. X-Drake's like, I can't die for nothing with, without nothing to show for it. Like that guy's about to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he said that. Yeah. He looked around and said, wow, that nigga's about to die for nothing. Just like me. And one of us, <laughs> both of us can't die for nothing. One of us got to die for something and it's going to be me. So, really, it's two characters fighting for relevance, I imagine. Um, I'm excited for that, I guess. Uh, Drake's going to do something against this guy. Um, We'll figure it out. I don't know. Uh, Meanwhile, Usopp is getting uh, Kanjuro and uh, Kiku away. Um, You know, little snapshots across. um, Cat Viper is uh, getting Wanda and... uh, carrot to safety frankie is like repelling zoro from wherever he was and but zoro is not responsive so you know it could be possible that zoro's dead uh no no, zoro imagine he just died finally catching up to him (laughs) imagine he just died and this is it (laughs) we're just talking all this shit i'm ready for another arc where zoro is nerfed yeah. Have you noticed that like almost every arc in the new world, Zoro has been nerfed like every well, time? Zoro is constantly stuck in a place of either being nerfed or one shot killing very strong opponents, supposedly. <laughs> so. Because he's a god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, meanwhile, back down on the performance floor, uh, everyone's celebrating the defeat of Big Mom. Uh, Law and Kid are just talking amongst each other like. Do you have enough strength for Kaido? And Law's like, nah, dude, tapped out. If the man who emerges from that fight turns out to be Kaido, then I don't have any, I don't have the willpower left to resist. And speak of the He just told us all that he'd be Kaido's bitch, no problem. Yes, absolutely. There would be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's done. He can go jump out the window and say all of that. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's still too early. Luffy could win. (laughs) Um, no, Law's still 
weird for that. He's a weirdo. <laughs> He's a he weirdo? He resist Kaido. He doesn't have the power to resist Kaido. It's not that he won't resist Kaido. He don't have the willpower. He don't have the willpower. Mental thing. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. I think it's implying that Kid would do the same thing. Would not resist Kaido. Um, meanwhile, speak of the devil, Luffy versus Kaido continues onward, and Kaido actually starts to sense. It's like, they've gone and done it now. Lin-Lin oh, lost the fight. Um, and actually, this is um, kind of interesting because uh, Big Mom, uh, not Big Mom, Kaido starts to think back on his past with Big Mom, and he's significantly younger than her, it seems. Yeah. Because... Um, she was like an adult woman when he was only 15, and he's thinking about the time that they first met when they were on Rox's crew. Right. And she was like, don't trust him. He's a scoundrel. You have any trouble? Just tell me. I'm Lin Lin, and I'm going to be king of this sea. Um, I like cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be- A whole lot. Yeah. King of uh, pirates and cake. Um, But, yeah- Kaido's like, I've known that hag a whole long time after we just swore an oath to claim the One Piece together. And he starts weeping um, and tears in his beer. Um, and that's when Luffy goes gear forth Snake Man and just nonstop just unleashes a flurry of hits on Kaido. Um, and he starts yelling about how his ambition means nothing to him. Especially if that leaves uh, the people here with no f- no food to eat. This is my final gear four, and I will not stop f- until I'll, I've completely run out of strength. I'm going to drive you out of Wano if it's the last thing I do, and that's where the chapter ends. So, yeah. Final gear? I think he's saying Here's that. He means as of right now. I think this is like, this is the last time I'll be able to, I'm going into gear four. Like, I'm going to keep doing this shit. I'm spamming gear four techniques until. This is basically strength. his, his, he's putting all of his eggs in one basket. Essentially. Until, okay. Yeah. But, uh, like, James, this is his last Kaido. Hmm? Do you think this is about to be Kaido? Well, no. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts about this chapter? It was cool. <laughs> That's it's it. pretty cool. He was still, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was dope that they was checking in on everybody. Um, let me see, let me see. My, I guess the most interesting part to me was when the CP zero, whatever they're called, uh, fought with, um, Ezo. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be a lot stronger than that, but he is one of Whitebeard's crew, so I understand. Yeah, you know, um, Ezo was already hurt, right? Yeah, Izo has been fighting for a long time now. Um, yeah, he was injured. He was injured, right? They like made it a point that he was injured before he fought. Yeah, Dunkin'. they all got beat up by Kaido. Mm-hmm. Not even he got injured by like fucking regular goons. No, Damn. no, he did. Remember, he he had that stab wound. You're right. I mean, you know, he's been fighting for a long time by a goon. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, well, go on, Josh. Yeah, I I, I thought it was interesting. I. Obviously, he's not going to be able to do nothing to Luffy, but that could be something. Let's not overlook it. Maybe after he beats the shit out of Kaido, they pull up and it's about to be a whole other situation. Maybe they got to go save Luffy. Ooh. 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 
I can't believe Lin Lin used to look like this back then. When she was younger, she was fucking huge, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she was always a like massive, but I guess like but not here. Well, she's she must be like super tall at least in that. Um, at least for sure, but yeah. she's very lean. Yeah, there was like a panel or two where like they flashed back for a second to their past and they have shown Big Mom kind of looking like this before. Um I think when they were describing the Rocks Pirates in the first place when like they showed like a model like all blacked out model of all the characters when in their ages when they were joining Rocks and Big Mom was definitely like a giant but you know in shape lady. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, you have any other thoughts before I toss it over to Brian? No, that's it. Um, enjoyable chapter. Brian. It's cool to see Snake Man again. Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Luffy is about to get mollywopped. <laughs> All I'm right. just going to put that out there. Because <clears throat> Kaido is due for a flashback, and we still, <laughs> I feel like we still don't know everything Kaido can do and is capable of. Um,. So Luffy kind of pulling this card out so suddenly, like Mr. Morge actually brought this up. Uh, he's uh, a One Piece YouTuber. Um, he made up some pretty. He brought up some pretty good points that uh, basically um, Snake Man is not. It doesn't have the same thematic final finality as most other arcs did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Man was the finality for Katakuri versus Luffy, right? But it doesn't feel like that right now. It feels like Luffy is being set up to lose instead of being set up to win so far. Mm. Like, um, they're already setting up Kaido's flashback, it seems. Um, there's a bunch that we don't know about Kaido, and on top of that, um, uh, there's still a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up in this arc, too. So if Kaido just loses next chapter or in the next couple of chapters, um, it won't. It'll be kind of disappointing a little bit, you know. Like it still doesn't feel like it's time for this fight to be won yet. Um, Luffy still needs something, like whatever. May, maybe we need to discover like what his devil fruit really is. Why he, the government wants to assassinate him all of a sudden, like. And that would be the key to what, how he wins the fight against Kaido. Like, once he truly unlocks, like, what, like, maybe his awakening or some shit, that's when I think he'll, he'll be ready to actually win. But for now, I don't think Snake Man should be enough. I Not that it can't be enough, that, it, you know, it could happen, but I don't think it should be the, the, the finishing blow, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Snake Man is just, it's not as cool as... Uh, you know, the original Gear 4 or something. It just feels like Super Saiyan 2. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I, I personally don't think... It, I, I Do people really think it's going to end next chapter? I No, no, no. Be, yeah. People. I think people are more likely to believe that Luffy is going to lose more than anything else right now. I think people are more likely to think that Luffy is going to lose this fight. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I kind of Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 We at least know that it's not going to be over next chapter. There's probably going to be a lot of more information being dropped. Um, I still maintain that Kaido's going to lose this fight. 
but um, I could be wrong, obviously. Uh, I um, I personally really like this chapter a lot. I have a theory. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you guys remember Shirahoshi, right? Uh-huh. Shir- yeah. Shirahoshi is Poseidon. She's Poseidon. She's the, like, Poseidon, I mean. ultimate yeah. weapon. She can talk to Neptunians. What if right. the reason Momonosuke can't die is because he's Uranus, because his ability to communicate with Zunatia? Hmm. Well, so Zunatia is Uranus. No, he is. Just like Shirahoshi is because Poseidon. Because he can communicate? Yeah, because, I mean... Zun- I- oh, she can communicate with the fishes, which is... I mean, the sea kings, which is the ability itself, right? Yeah. So the communication, and he could communicate with Zunisha. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, I think you bring up a good point. Like, now that I think about it, um, so the, the, you want to know what the what people believe? Uh, so, all right. So Zunisha, people do believe, is Uranus itself just because of how big it is. Like, if Zunisha was standing on land, it would be taller. It would be as tall or taller than a sky island, right? It's only it's only at uh it's only below sky level because its legs are inside the ocean. Right. So it would be and Uranus is kind of often um related to the sky or being like a king of the sky, you know, as opposed to Poseidon king of the sea. Mm-hmm. Um and Pluton, I don't know what the fuck Pluton is right. in those two, but well, I Plut- think that's a good theory actually. Hmm. Make the whole world one piece by destroying the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my big theory. I'd like to know what you guys think. I think that Momonosuke is Uranus because of his ability. I, and it may not necessarily be specifically because he can communicate with Uranus, but maybe that ability to communicate with, not Uranus, Zunatia, but maybe that ability to communicate with Zunatia can translate to other things as well. Like there's a there's an extra importance, and being able to communicate with Zunatia is only part of it. Um, but that's my little theory there. Uh, I I really like this chapter a lot. Uh, there's a lot of um, moving pieces and very interesting, like things to move the story forward that is revealed here. Um, and I'm curious to see how this CP zero dude is expected to do anything, because I'm pretty sure he's like. Bro, I don't know. They're wiling out asking me to do all this shit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy. He's gonna camp them out. <laughs> yeah, and wait till someone falls and then swoop in. Yeah, I can see Kaido saving Luffy. To be honest, maybe uh, I can see Kaido being like, "Nah, I want to finish this bitch." Definitely, I this mean, is my fucking head. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want just some rando CP zero guy to take down Luffy. Um but yeah, I, I think there's definitely, like, we got to learn a lot more about Kaido before anything gets moving. Um, we might get, like, a big action chapter next week that leads into maybe a flashback or something. That's uh, that's how I'm thinking about it. But I feel like... One thing for sure, though, is that Luffy, whatever Luffy gets, it cannot be hockey-related. Because Gear 4 uses all of his hockey reserves, right? So he would not That's be able to access thing. it. So it would have to be something devil fruit related instead of hockey related. Yeah, I don't know. I think like that's that that's the only way he could beat Kaido though is by using Ryuo at this point. 
I his awakening, right? No, because if he uses gear fourth, he doesn't have hockey for ten minutes. You know, so if if he if Snake Man doesn't work, then that means he doesn't have access to hockey anymore. That's literally the stipulation. Yeah, he he can like maybe rest for a little while while someone else monologues. No, because body. Because um, what's it called? Onigashima is supposed to drop on top of the capital in less than five minutes. Yeah. So if it takes ten minutes for him to recharge, well, he could also just not run out of hockey. You know, he could find a way, not necessarily using Snake Man, but you know, by other means. Like they're implying, they're Oda's implying with with this writing that he's using literally everything. By going Snake Man, that's, I don't know that's what, what you want me to say. All right, he runs out of hockey and he dies. I don't know what. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm saying. What I'm trying uh, to say is, it can't be a hockey boost. It has to be a Devil Fruit related upgrade. You know well, what I mean? Well, it has to be Awakening for sure. That's the only way. If Snake Man doesn't work, yeah, I don't know what it could be. I don't know what rubber shit is going to stop a dragon, but that's. <laughs> I think it's a misdirection. I think it might be more than just like a rubber, uh, a rubber uh, fruit. It might be something different. Like a like a Zoan or something, a Zoan or a special Paramecia, another special Paramecia that people didn't know about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dog. Anyway, I thought this chapter was good. Rubber. <laughs> um, I thought this chapter was good. I can't wait for the next one. I'm so glad that One Piece is not on break next week. To be honest, sheesh. I looked. I checked as soon as I could. It's like, oh my god, is it on break next week? And it's not. Very cool. I think next week we should have the entire lineup again. <laughs> so, you know, first time in a while since like last time, which was two weeks ago. Hopefully it's more consecutive than than um than usual. But um that was one piece. Let us know what you guys think about this chapter. Uh whether it's through the comments or through the email at New Gem City uh pod at gmail dot com. Uh check us out there. Let us know what you think. I'm very excited about it. Uh, without further ado, let's no RGCs for One Piece. It's actually this is one of the audience tied RGCs. Uh, so oh. I guess I'll give it one. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. This was a hard week for me, honestly, to pick an RGC. But I would have. I would have. I I didn't give it because this was more of a setup chapter, if anything. Nothing really, really happened, I think. It was just more... Well, lots know. of stuff happened. It's just, like, not massive, groundbreaking shit. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. Let us move onward, then. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 345, Division. Um, last we left off, the heroes pulled off their incredibly clever... Uh, ambush to uh, against the League of Villains by using like the um, the uh, evacuation pods or whatever they were building to try to skate them away. But uh, the villains uh, opened this chapter by escaping them almost immediately at three seconds in. And uh, Dobby's just like, your pathetic cages didn't even last three seconds. And in typical anime fashion, it's like three entire seconds is all we needed. Wow. <laughs> cool that's efficient so in that moment after they basically break it uh, all through the um the little cages 
the heroes just immediately jump them and start breaking them off into more separate groups um, with uh, fucking uh, Mon- Monoma just like continuing to uh, <laughs> just like warp everyone through the gates into their separate arenas um, and um, as Deku and Bakugo get together to um, push Shigaraki through their uh, massive portal thing, uh, a little wire pulls through one of the portals and yanks Deku through them. Uh, and it's too late. Uh, pretty much uh, everyone's been divided uh, and it all worked out. <laughs> the plan basically technically worked according uh, to plan. Uh, we start with Endeavor's group, who is just bursting through the skies into this weird, like, woodland area. Uh, very cool two-page spread, honestly. Uh, and that's kind of um, a theme for tonight. Uh, dope two-page spreads all, all around. Um, it'll be basically Hawks and Endeavor versus All for One. Um, and he's like, huh... That, this was a pretty cool plan. I see you really, you really put your heads together for this one. Uh, How are you gonna do my boy Kamui Woods like that? Oh, Kamui Woods is there as well. Tokoyami. Kamui there. Woods. Tokoyami's there too. Yeah. Ooh. They got that's a that's a good squad. It is a good. The person is there. Yeah. Who else is here that we can recognize? Um, I don't see anybody else that I recognize. Any cat. Oh yeah, there's that girl from the cat squad. Yeah, one from the yeah, you're right. Um there's uh Beast Man over there, I guess. Oh yeah. I just see him now. Um Yeah, this is cool. Uh cool assembling of heroes. They're together and all for one's like, well, that this was a pretty cool plan at all, but I think it's pretty harsh for you to put your youngest son to clean up your mess. Uh, right. No matter how much it pains him, and the unceasing abuse towards your eldest child, as we see, honestly, one of the coolest panels I've seen in my hero academia with Todoroki squaring off against his big brother uh, Dobby. Um, Ida is there as well, if you see in the background. Oh uh, yeah, this should be very interesting. Yeah, Ida, um, Flame Girl from. Uh yeah, uh, Endeavor's place, Endeavor's uh agency. Yeah, and a couple of Nomu. Um and they're all oh, she's gonna be able to help out against Dappy. Yeah. I mean yeah, they've fine. got they've got other Nomu there, so I think they'll have their hands full, honestly. Alright. Um and they're all gathered at the All Might statue thing. Um the defaced All Might statue. Um very cool. And then we open where um Shigaraki is, and he's on ua campus that is now a floating battle station which is pretty fire not gonna lie Crazy. if this was a final battle this is a pretty cool stage for a final battle it's ua itself um huh i say sure is <laughs> i mean it i if if it was a final battle we don't know if it is it a final battle. right um but yeah, Shigaraki's like, you eh? What's going on? And that's when Bakugo runs up to um to Best Genus and he tells him the bad news that uh Deku was not there. And uh speak of the devil, we turn over to where Deku is, and it turns out he's with uh Toga uh, and a handful of other Nomu uh up against uh Uraraka and 
gang orcas there and also oh um, shit yeah they're gonna be fine and yeah. Fropy. yeah and also Fropy. um and they're like oh, yeah. out of every other group i'm the least worried about them yeah i mean especially with gang orca right that is exactly the reason why yeah i mean there are the couple other fish villains uh around uh so you know it should prove interesting um, but yeah, Uruk is like, what the fuck are you supposed to be here? You're supposed to be paired with Shigaraki. Um, and apparently Deku's danger sense didn't even trigger when, uh, Toga, uh, yanked it, like spread her attack. So it could be maybe because she has a venom symbiote. Mm, maybe. Or I think it's because she yeah, I get the well, reference. Well, let's get, before we get into what we think happened, um, that was the end of the chapter. Josh. What do you think about this chapter? What do I think? I just told you. I think Toga has a Venom symbiote. <laughs> but aside from that, um, I was really excited for this chapter. Um, I thought they were going to get split up by getting like, uh, transported on the campus, but that didn't happen yet. Obviously, it wasn't around the campus. They ended up just getting warped again. It's still... What can I say? I want to see how the fights unfold. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited how things are being set up. Yeah, Josh, uh, Brian, what did you think? I've got a lot to say about this chapter. Oh, do you now? All right, first off, RGC, of course. <laughs> certified, certified RGC, certified RGC, certified RGC. <laughs> this this chapter was. Like the visuals and all that shit, that was it was actually fucking great. Like I love I love all these setup chapters, you know, and all these like kind of where's Waldo kind of things where you're kinda looking at who's paired up against who. Um and I fucking love alright, so this Christian brought it up, but this Todoroki and Dobby panel looks so fucking cool. It's so fucking fire. I'm really excited to see what happens with it. Um, and I'm also very, very interested to see how this, um, this genius and Bakugo versus, um, Shigaraki fight turns out. Cause I'm, I have a really, really, really strong feeling that, um, that's not the real Shigaraki, of course. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not the real Shigaraki. That's pretty Shigaraki? And this chapter kind of confirmed it a little bit more for me, just because, um... I'm now realizing that this fight is lacking Spinner, which, and you, we all know that Spinner is kind of, you know, Shigaraki's bodyguard, like his protector, you know? So if Spinner isn't there, then, you know, why would Shigaraki really be there? So I'm pretty sure that what they're going to be facing off against is a Shigaraki clone that's already compromised from what it seems. Uh, from the last chapter, so at least Bakugo and and Best Genius have kind of an advantage there, but Genius. if they don't figure it out, they're kind of going to be out of the picture for a while, because yeah. we don't know where the fuck they are. Like they could they could be like hundreds of miles up in the air. Like they're they're going to be out of the picture, and then Shigaraki has kind of the upper hand to appear wherever he wants to, you know. Yeah. Um, but this this chapter was a really fun setup chapter. Uh, you know, I think 
out of the two setup chapters, I feel like like between One Piece and My Hero, this one was definitely the most exciting. Um, just because, you know, this is the start of, of this altercation as opposed to One Piece being like towards the end. There's a lot of things that have been tied up, but there's still too much that hasn't been tied up that makes me kind of not want to give it an RGC. But this one was a more complete like hype chapter. Like it kind of gives you something to look forward to the next the next week, um, like multiple things to look forward to. So I'm really excited to see how it goes, um, and yeah, I, I I'm really curious. I think Toga is going to pull something out that we did not expect. Yeah, um, this was also my really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. It was tough for me this week because uh, I think everything was really good. Um, but I don't know. I read this chapter a couple times over and I was just like, yeah, this is I, I love me a good old fashioned Shonen Jump hype chapter. You know, <laughs> like there is something to like Brian said, you know, like the the cool like classic splitting up and trying to figure out who's up, up against who, like seeing like the 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 ensemble of characters and it's like, ooh, Ida's here, and Tokoyami's there, and oh my god, you know, the matchups that could happen. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that that alone was awesome. Like, Horikoshi really brought out his best in terms of an artistic uh, form. Uh, probably was some of his best work in a long time. Um, and it, it's just cool and epic on a lot of levels. Um, I think uh, Toga is going to mutiny. Something about this... Like Deku stating that like his his uh, danger sense didn't trigger when he yanked her, she yanked her in something about that makes me think that Toga doesn't mean them any harm right now at the very least so I don't know maybe she's a uh, secret friendly you know um, she's weird enough for that to make a little bit of sense so yeah but that I I acknowledge I could probably be way out there with that one um, no real quick. If you don't mind me adding something to that, um, every time Toga is involved with uh, Uraka or Deku, her first intent isn't oh isn't danger. She still loves them, right? Like mm-hmm. they still have that weird complex uh, relationship. So it could be like another moment where um, she's kind of pulled. She's kind of waiting to see what kind of people they are again. Like she's just gonna test them one last time. To see who they really are, and if things don't go right, that's when she'll kind of snap. Yeah, um, this time, but but maybe this time we'll rock. will be like, "Hey, I understand. It's okay that you murder and want to drink people's blood and be them." Yeah, I understand. Maybe maybe that's all Toga needs. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she probably won't say that exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, another note, like. This probably doesn't mean anything, but the first time I read this over, when Deku was yanked in, I thought that that was like Jiro's earlobe thing, like her ear jack earlobe. I was like, is Jiro yeah. a traitor? But no, it was. Oh, that would have been so lit. It's so funny. Uh, I really thought, like, when you look forward, I-, I forgot about, like, Toga's weapon being, like, the syringe thing. So this just looked like the earphone jack. And I was like, oh my God, it's Jiro. <laughs> we could dream. We could dream. Yeah, that would be a cool reveal, honestly. But you know what? I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, it was just a funny thing. I want this Todoroki thing as a poster. I want it. 
I want it colored and postered on my wall without the speech bubble. It is a very lit panel to me. I don't know. Neat that it's really cool too. I like the way he's looking. They're he's, looking at each other. It's very calm. Yeah. Like even though he like his eyes are squinted, but it's not like animated. Like ah, my little brother, I'm ready to kill you. It's just like it's you see the spike. Yeah. I also love the little detail of like the steam eyes and the spike I, in Darby's eyes. No, yeah, I love the little detail of the steam coming out of the back of that pack on Todoroki's back. That's supposed to like yeah. regulate his temperature, um, and the ice and the fire. Oh, so cool, so cool. Okay, is that what that backpack thing is for? Yeah, it's the right. It's oh, the, he's right. using a fire and ice, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, it's just a sick panel. I could talk about it all day. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, that's those are my thoughts on my Hero Academia. I mean, this was a really good chapter to me just because I had the most fun reading it. But you know, I it was a very close race between this and maybe the next chapter in One Piece as well. So, um, Dabby is Obito a little bit. I mean, he's got that little trope where you know he's like a figure from the distant past turned to evil. Yeah, he's like if Toby, if uh, Obito and Itachi were one character <laughs> to a degree. Yes, yes, there you go, kind of, but. Yeah, uh, any final thoughts before we move onward? No? Yes? Nope. All right. Well, let us let us know what you guys think. Uh, I uh, Please comment below. Let us know what you thought about this chapter and this where the series is going in general. I don't really know the consensus on most of the series. I kind of stay off of uh, discussion boards and YouTube videos talking about this stuff just because I don't want to influence my own opinion on it. But um, please let us know. Uh, I'd love to know what people are feeling about My Hero Academia, honestly, uh, especially given that we've had like kind of an up and down trajectory with it. But um, without further ado, let us uh, move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. This- Guys, I'm sorry. I'm so distracted by my cat trying to fucking get in this room. <laughs> Her paws are like <laughs> under the door. She's like, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, man, oh I feel God. bad, but no. Yeah, you got to be disciplined, bro. <laughs> this is showtime. Uh, I'm basically going to want to go back out, and I'm going to have to get up again. <laughs> I ain't doing all that shit. Yeah, stand your ground, dude. Um, But yeah, this is Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 176, Sendai Colony Part 3. Um, Last we left off, we thought that um, Okotsu was obliterated by the sky for a second. Uh, he got uh, yeah. he got the world distorted around him. It was pretty pretty crazy. Um, but it turns out he survived uh, that technique. Uh, he seems to have dodged or something. But uh, you know, not for long because this lady comes in immediately with the sky hands, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okotsu tries to like counter. You see his little fist going like yeah, but she moves the sky towards her. She does like a weird. It reminds me of Whitebeard's power, where he used to like yeah shit. But instead, he she, her thing the way it works is just like she distorts basically that entire area of space itself, and uh, Okotsu's arm goes all noodly and gross. Yeah, it's like that. It's uh, Gumby on him. Yeah, it's like that part in Chamber of Secrets in Harry Potter where like they did the they were trying to heal his broken bone, but they made his bone all wobbly. 
Yeah, she tries like spaghetti. God damn. <laughs> oh. Anyway. You're banging uh, on my door like the cops. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah after, back to noodle arm. Yeah, after Okotsu uh, manages to get some distance, uh, his arm goes back to normal. He's like, "Whoa, that was crazy! It didn't even hurt that it's back to normal." So you know, he starts to figure, try to figure out her uh, technique, and she just tells him because that's how this works uh, in this series. It helps if you tell people if you monologue. You disclose. Yeah, I like that mechanic. Honestly, you know. Uh, I guess it makes it make sense. Yeah, it makes it make sense that they're standing there explaining shit to each other to make it just a mechanic in the story. Um, yeah, right, creative. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically she explains that her curse technique treats the sky as a surface. So, you know, she could basically, like, distort space around her. It doesn't seem to destroy anything in particular. I mean, unless, like, I guess... That thing that she does in the very beginning of the chapter, maybe she just like stretches space and s- slings it back at itself. It's wild. Yeah. This is a crazy power. Um, I need to see it used more. Yeah, this is honestly another really cool panel of distorting the background, making it look like a cloth. Um, that's really good artwork right there. A lot of people are like shitty uh, about Jujutsu Kaisen's artwork, and I don't know. You guys really? are bugging. Yeah, you guys are crazy. This it's, is... it's got that rough element to it like One Piece does. I think it's really... I I personally love this art style. Um, and it's dynamic. It's really good. And like yeah, he, makes, he makes up for the roughness of it because of how dynamic it is. I, I feel like that's a part of it. That's, that's kind of the point. Yeah, the roughness it's is intentional. to be in motion. Yeah, the roughness is definitely intentional. Like, there's, like, a lot of hatching. There's, like, a lot of impact lines that are just, like, scratchy because... That just uh, exacerbates the impact, you know. Exactly. You but people are watching. Yeah, when shit's happening. Yeah, but anyway, um, I don't know how people can look at this panel and say that Jujutsu Kaisen's artwork is bad, but you do you, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, smoking crack, bro. Crack, bro. Um, but yeah, she's he's he's just trying to like put that. You know, put that stuff together in his head, Okotsu is. And uh, Sky Lady's just like, come on, attack already. Which means that uh, she needs Okotsu to attack in order for her to do anything offensive. So I guess this is a reactionary technique. Really? I would think so. Maybe. I, I think she's still cautious, so she's waiting to counter his move. I think it's more not more that not more that she can't do anything, but more like... It's more beneficial for her to count something he's going to do due to the nature of her ability. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. I think Maybe it, more, more defensive one. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know because every time we've seen her attack, she's always had to be very close. So yeah. I think she needs him to get closer. But she, uh, you know. <laughs> but in any case, uh, that that's neither here nor there. Um, Okotsu is just like. So let me ask you something. You won't complain if you get killed, right? I'm like, I don't know how you can complain if you get killed. I mean, how could you complain? Um, but, yeah, she's just like, do today sorcerers treat obtaining flesh that casually? For us, we've come back from the underworld. So someone who completed her first life without regret wouldn't accept Kenjaku's invitation. Uh, yeah. I- oh, sorry, Josh. No, no, no. I guess I was just going to react to 
No, let's let's let the conversation finish. I'll give it in my thoughts later. Yeah. Um. And he's basically like the color. She says that she's in the culling game for a chance at a second life, which is, I guess, what these ancient sorcerers are fighting for. If they win the culling game, they'll get to be really alive again. Um. Because I guess they're maybe like husks in a way here, like outside inside of the culling game, and without it, they're dead again. Um. But who knows? Uh, and Okotsu's like, don't you have a lover or friends? Until recently, I didn't have That was kind of random. Yeah. And she's like, what? I'm not, I'm not really following this conversation too well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's just trying to stall her or, you know, I, he seems to be genuine as well. He's like, even well, if... You, oh, sorry. No, I was agreeing that I do feel like he's genuine when he says I didn't have any friends until recently, but I still can't sympathize. I'm not really sure what he's trying, what he's not sympathizing with. If she's saying that I, I, I want a chance at another life through this culling game. So it's just like, if she has a lover or friends, she's going to want to get to them by earning the second life. I, I don't know. Maybe the friend, lovers or friends are in the afterlife for her. I, I'm not really sure what he's applying. Even if you have regrets hundreds and thousands of years later, you're spending time killing people. How can you be so desperate for your own sake? Oh, what? No, I don't okay, really okay. understand. I, I know what he's trying to yeah. say. I guess he's trying to like suss out why she's even fighting for the second chance. It's like, what can be? Uh, are you by yourself? Are you doing this just to be alive? Or are you doing this so you can be reunited with somebody, or, or because you love somebody, or this is all for the sake of someone? Because then, uh, otherwise, you're just yeah. killing people for your own sake. Just to, for the sake of uh, continuing to exist, which is, I guess, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Is she a cursed spirit? She kind of is. No, she's a sorcerer. Right, but the fact that she came back from the dead and she's just murdering people for her own sake, kind of cursed spirity. Sure, but she's a person. <laughs> no, I know. Um, but the black guys don't help. No, they don't help. Um, a little on the cursed spirity side. A little bit. I'll concede there. She gets a little flash of someone who seems to be someone she might love or might have loved in the past. Oh. And she's like, "You are you one of the Fujiwara? I don't know what that's referring to. But she's like, what would one of your blood know, know about it? And their conversation gets interrupted by a pompadour blast. Um, really? Yeah, uh, this fucking guy, what's his face? Uh, Ishigori. Uh, he lets off a fucking... He lets off a fucking cannon. And I guess that's what they were talking about, where he has the highest cursed energy output of all of them, where he could just straight up shoot Kamehamehas from his pompadour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> and um, so basically... Okotsu and Sky Girl together are just like, well, we got to take care of this guy for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, so Okotsu's like, all right, so Rika's guarding people at the stadium, uh, but a direct attack that big would result in casualties. So I should start by taking him out. And Okotsu fucking sprints. How many city blocks? He throws him immediately. <laughs> I fucking love Jujutsu Kaisen. I like his conviction. Look at his face. Cold-blooded like Tim Duncan, bro. Yes. He's just like... I... He thinks about what his next move is and goes for it immediately. Exactly. 
I fucking love this. This is why I love Jujutsu Kaisen. This energy, this is like energy is very unique to this series. Just like, all right, you want the smoke? I'm coming to you. <laughs> With all of my might, I'm pushing towards you. Uh, I love that. Um, wow, this this could really cross over with World Trigger and there wouldn't be any problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have a very similar energy in that way when it comes to battles. Um, yeah. But yeah, Okotsu sprints over several city blocks, gets there in like five seconds, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Ishigori is just continuing to shoot Pompadour blasts at him. Um, and uh, he... Okotsu's- These kind of look like hound bullets, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, that's why. I, most, I mean, he used he used cover in the city to maneuver around, which is a for sure a world trigger like move. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. It's really cool. They um, do that a lot. Yeah, I like to stay in the fucking gym. Oh what? <laughs> Elephant in the gym. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Okotsu seems to look like he got hit with some of them, and he's like, oh, man, you're not going to disappoint me, are you? But uh, guess who's back? <laughs> uh, directly behind him, Okotsu pulls up. He does, like, a cool, like, flip onto the rooftop. Surprise, motherfucker. And uh, is like, oh, yeah, that's where he made that hole earlier. And um, I guess like he this was the bridge that collapsed earlier, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to remember when he made that hole. He, he yeah, Rurika smashed right. the hole. Okay, so it was what I was thinking. He remembered, yeah. Um, so Kotsu is resourceful. Yeah, Okotsu. Um, and he just immediately starts scrapping with Ishigori, and he says, "Let's bring this in close." And um, yeah, Ishigori doesn't seem worried exactly. So you know, we'll have to see where this goes. And that's where the end of the chapter. Can't worried. He has a leather jacket on and a pompadour. Yeah, he's got that fur like hoodie thing going yeah he can't show lack of confidence no never so you know yeah but with that being terrified if okosu pulled up to me with the intent to murder me (laughs) yeah definitely josh what did you think about this chapter uh this was my rgc yeah Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. So believe it or not, this is the third transition chapter of the week. It is just hidden cleverly behind awesome combat. Take note, fellow series. All right. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Well, actually... One piece in My Hero Academic, Loki did the same thing. I just did my, I just think My Hero Academic, whoa, I think Jujutsu Kaisen um, executed it the best. Um, there's still a lot of questions we have about both of these guys. While both, you know, at, while at the same time they had, you know, certain things revealed about them. They both were able to get attacks off on the Kotsu, and he's still alive and well. I mean, <laughs> he's a he's a fucking tank, bro. Like Itadori almost. He's literally Itadori's older brother, damn near. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with the sword. He's he's all right. What Itadori had like what he what, what Kosume lack in Itadori's raw strength and shonen durability. Okosu has like, you know, intelligence, savvy, and Rika Chan. And his love for her. 
doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, it doesn't matter. That's, that's, that separates the boys from the men, you know? This is true. Because he remember that, you know, the clap, Mr. Clapman himself used to be the big bro. Now, Coach, we got to show him the way. Maybe it'll do it right, pick up a sword. A sword. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, very into it. Uh, were those all your thoughts, Josh? Yeah, Sky Lady's hot. Yeah, Sky Lady is hot. Although she looked like a piece of fucking celery in one of these uh, strips. <laughs> or like a fennel bulb. Do you know what fennel is? Yeah, I know what fennel is. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looked like, right <laughs> she looked like <laughs> spring onion. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, while it's still, like, a part of the stalk. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know why the hell like that. That's all I say. She looked like a cursed spirit. There's a lot going on with her. Yeah. Very unnatural. Yeah. But unnaturally hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Um, I like this chapter. Um, I gotta say, though, this is the first time I think I've ever rolled my eyes at a Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. Just for that one moment where, where, you know, he's in the middle of trying to figure out her quirk. I mean, not her quirk, her uh, curse technique, and then she just tells him. Um, I know it's like, I know she probably has like some strategic uh, plan behind it, but most of the time, whenever somebody reveals their curse technique in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, it's in a more, like, accepting moment. Like, you know, uh, the judge dude literally tells him because he it's in the conditions of his uh, domain and stuff like that. But she just, she basically just went, oh yeah, this is how it works. Now hit me. <laughs> That's basically what Are you gonna do it to him, Chris, or should I? I'll tell him. Okay. To be fair, Brian, this is a mechanic of the story. They I know it's a mechanic of the story, but that doesn't mean that No you don't because no we literally just said it like ten minutes ago and you <laughs> and and yet and I know. You I, I've listen, I, said, I know that this is how it works in Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm just saying that it was a, this time it was a little fucking on the nose. Like it was well, a little too like you know, it was a little too kind of. It was a little lame. Like it was a little lame how they did it this time. Right. Just because. It's, just because. What's the point of a Kotsu even thinking about how the quirk work? How how the curse technique works? If they're gonna just tell him right away. Well, you know, you know I guess there's like varying degrees of how much you can tell. You need to tell somebody, or you know, you should tell somebody. Like you don't have. You maybe you don't have to tell him everything. Uh, maybe you just need to tell him enough and then Okotsu has to figure it out from there because you can tell somebody how to defeat, like, you could tell somebody how it works, but then they also have to find a way to defeat it. Or, like, the various Why doesn't Okotsu tell them about his quirk, his curse technique? Because uh, he's not using it yet. <laughs> in theory. Right, and he, see, here's the thing. He, he used it on the fucking mosquito dude. She pulled up on him, surprised him. He had no idea who the fuck she was. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what really what her ability was. And she still couldn't kill him. She got several direct hits on him. And he's still standing looking at her like, what, bitch? I'm about to tear your ass up until Mr. Pompadour blew the situation up. You know what I'm saying? So she she disclosed her ability to get stronger. Because I felt like she needed to. Whereas a Kotsu, these niggas are small fry to him. Everybody's light. Kenjaku, light. Sky Girl, light. Luffy, light. All of these what? niggas is what? food to him. Even you know what I'm saying? Series? 
So he don't got to reveal nothing. He don't got to tell these niggas about Rika. He don't got to tell these niggas about... I mean, he revealed his reverse curse technique, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard to... to for, them, for them to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a choice you can make. You know, you Brian, can... you're on the nose. How about Listen, I, I, like, I, I like this chapter. It's just that one thing was like, okay. Well, you could choose how much you can disclose, or you actually don't have to disclose it. It just helps you along if it does, apparently. So... Is there ever a wrong time to power up? And you can't really explain your c- curse technique if you bite someone's head off while doing it. You know, he that's how he got Kuroshi. You know, he just like bit his head off. Kuroshi! Kuroshi never explained his ability. That's probably why he fucking died. That's true. Probably why that sword didn't, didn't, didn't do enough damage. That's true. Now I'm theory crafting. Uh, Brian, but what else did you think about this chapter? I, I, we cut you off with uh, uh, our information. The action stuff was pretty cool and all that stuff. Love Okotsu, of course. Right. Aside from that one little thing, I like this chapter a lot. All right, Sky Lady, one to ten. <laughs> We're rating Sky Lady now. <laughs> yeah. I'd say she's a six. Not my type. Hmm. Fair. Fair. I get that. Was, was it the panel? The fennel bulb panel? <laughs> Yeah, and also she talks too much. And she's also thousands of years old. You can deal with that. Personally. Yeah, you could deal with that. But I mean, you know, we all have preferences. That's fair. Hey, didn't mean to shame. Um, I This was tough because this was very close to being my RGC, honestly. This was along the same lines of My Hero Academia. It was a little bit of a build-up chapter, but it was a very entertaining one. Um. I, I mean, anytime Jujutsu Kaisen gets into action, you know, it's just so fucking awesome. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, I know for a fact that the next Jujutsu Kaisen chapter is going to be fucking lit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know if that's going to be the case for My Hero Academia next week. Yeah. I don't. It's a huge question mark. You're, You're bugging out. That My Hero Academia is going to be fucking fire for the next couple <laughs> no, weeks. I hope, so. I hope it's the best thing I've ever read. Yeah, right, I mean, now you're, dra- oh, now you're dragging it. No. I'll tell you what. I know it's, it's it's not gonna, I'm just saying, like, I, I hope, I hope for the best. I really do. I'll tell you what. But I don't disagree if with I had Josh. To get money on it. If I had to hold my breath for one or the other, it ain't gonna be my Haragadamia. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with Josh, honestly. Um, but. Well, you guys are sipping Haterade right now. I mean, Brian, come on. Hey, I ain't sipping, bro. It's part of my diet. <laughs> All right, so don't act brand new. Hey, look, Brian. Oh, no. we're acting like my you know, you know, mix that MHA hate all up in the water and stir it up. No sugar, no other additives, just straight haterade for my Brian Academia. Listen, if there's one thing that My Hero Academia can do right, it's action. My Hero it's Academia. What? what do you mean, what? Yes, it I does. No, I actually didn't hear what you said. Oh, okay. Um, if there's something that My Hero Academia <laughs> can do right, it's action. Action chapters and like these big extravagant events, My Hero Academia pulls out all of its stops every time. So whenever it's action, whenever it's these big setup like fucking crazy fights, like these crazy setup fights, My Hero Academia is at its best. So I I can only expect good things from My Hero from now on. Uh-huh. Like it's only when there's downtime in the story. 
that My Hero Academia has cracks. But these moments, these are the shits that uh, Horikoshi lives for, you know? I think these one-on-ones are going to be really dope. I'm just concerned. That's all. Don't, don't be. He, he's going to deliver for sure, I think. Hey, I mean, I mean, Kishimoto didn't fucking deliver. Yeah, but Kishimoto ain't Horikoshi. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let me stop. Let me Whoa. stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I don't know. We'll see. Whoa. I'm trying to receive the energy via Discord. Wow. Ryan. He's coming a little, he's coming a little reckless right now. Coming at us like oh, Kishimoto didn't write the entire Sasuke retrieval arc. <laughs> Sheesh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. He always had that. That Kishimoto Mafia. I wouldn't go up against him. Damn, but the only girl was a villain, and she lost. But she was really cool. Tamari was one of my favorite characters. So yeah. Wow. All right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I I really like this chapter a lot. Very entertaining. I mean, I don't want to do this whole like compare comparison game, but I guess for the sake of argument. I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen is a very formidable opponent in terms of just battle chapters. You gave it to My Hero Academia hey. this week. Are you capping right now? Hey, I said what I said. I gave it to My Hero Academia not because it had better action, because I thought it was a better overall chapter. And because you aren't biased. And I am the unbiased king. <laughs> What was the other audience um, voted one? No, My Hero Academia. Oh. My bad, My Hero. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's stiff competition. We'll have to see. And I don't think they're going to get right into scrapping next chapter because although Horikoshi is good at action chapters, he's not good at just getting into it immediately (laughs) on site like Jujutsu Kaisen is. Jujutsu Kaisen has on site energy. Horikoshi has Let's Talk It Out first. And if we do not come to a reasonable conclusion, then I guess we shall throw fisticuffs. Um, but I am here for both series. And I can't wait for Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm also glad that it's not off next week. Uh, but yeah, those are all my thoughts. Very fun action chapter. Um, I do not... I, I don't have any more things to say. Uh, let us know what you guys think about Jujutsu Kaisen this week. Very fun chapter. Uh, are you guys ready to move onward? Yes. Then let's go. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 100. You made it. You made it. <laughs> Welcome. You made it. Welcome to the hundreds, baby. Uh, this is Chapter 100 Hard Mode. Um, <laughs> last we left off, Andy is in just some rando fucking village somewhere. He just saved... Uh, this young lady from a giant monster thing. And um, they're just, uh, we, we basically open up where we left off there. Uh, Andy is looking at this like card where they've been tracking uh, Unruin's movements, I think. Uh, when they started to notice that Andy starts shriveling up a little bit and he's like, whoa, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, <laughs> and they look up, they see a nobody basically <laughs> flying through the air. Uh, oh, mommy, nobody. Yeah, from like Kingdom Hearts and Halloween uh, Town. Yeah, and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" And Clothie is just like, "Well, that's thirst," uh, and it's moving its ter- territory. So you know the UMA thirst. Uh, who hey, is nobody it? cares about getting bitches no more. So he's <laughs> going out to just do whatever. 
Yo, that that UMA. Not a lot of people know this, but that UMA is that girl from uh, Children of the Atom. That's Thirsty McGlasses crossed over. Yeah, <laughs> finally crossed over. Yeah, to the other this side. This is her final form. Yeah, she's like mutants. Yeah, <laughs> Krakoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this is how mutant G manifests, and she is Uma. Yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, uh, Andy talks to this girl a little bit more. They see this seems to be a pretty isolated country, um, as she doesn't seem to know that like the world is also as fucked up on the outside as it is on the inside of this town. Um, right. And um, as they're talking about shit, something falls from the sky. Um, Andy saves this girl, of course, and uh, they're just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And a bunch of phenomena start happening. Um, there's gravity just like coming down on them. They get negative vision, basically, um, where the world becomes black and white, and then it becomes back to normal. Um, and the girl points All out types of bullshit, honestly. Yeah, lots of shit that Andy did not sign up for. Uh, <laughs> he's like, "Why? Well, I just need to find." I already got my own problems, dog. Yeah, I gotta find the stupid vampire guy <laughs> and fight him. Um, but this girl gives him a pretty substantial clue. Uh, about there there being a castle, and everybody who goes into that castle comes out one of these grinning zombie things. Um, and uh, Andy, as she's describing how her how it happened to her mom, um, Andy wipes a tear off her eye, and he's like, "Good work, kid! Bingo!" Um, so you know he's about to make his he way. Wipes the snot out of her nose. Gross. <laughs> Gross, buddy. It is a pandemic. He didn't even wipe that shit nowhere. Oh, he just chopped his arm off. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't have a handkerchief. I must have ran over this. Man. That is hilarious. Good for Andy. He said coronavirus. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Who but yeah, I, and I don't do cooties. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want Fugo to smell your ass on me, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's got to carve his skin off again. He's like, oh, she's going to think I'm seeing another woman. Right. <laughs> um, and then the juniors pull up, which I guess are insignificant Umas. like baby UMAs. It's like baby UMAs, I think. Is yeah, you? baby plot convenient UMAs. Yeah, they're all coming. Um, Andy jumps on... Andy jumps on his motorcycle and tries to evade all these things. And he's like, you got two options. The world's changing. There's no going back. You either die or you fight against them and live. Negate them and live. So I, I don't know if he's implying this girl's a negator or something. But, um, yeah, he's like, choose. Direct me to the castle and I'll promise I'll protect you. And she's like, I'll do it. And he's like, cool. <laughs> And uh, then they enter this uh, scary-ass forest, uh, and Andy cuts off his head to run some surveillance on what's going on. We get a cool two-page spread where Andy is looking upon us a handful of UMAs, fully grown. Um, Did you mention the forest? Yeah. The loopy spaghetti forest? Yeah. So, the forest of fuckery? <laughs> Ethan Clothy, who looks like a fucking burnt pop tart. I don't know why that came to my mind, but like he's 
He's like, oh, man. Oh, and, I, and I didn't think there was going to be a force of giant Uma creatures fighting it out. Yeah. Like Rampage. But I'm just like, I, I don't know. It just look. Remember when, when when the One Piece crew pulled up to um Tontada? No, not Tontada. Uh, to Big Mom's area. Yeah, and Hope like, Island. Island, yeah. And, you know, this... The shit that looked really whimsical, it looked adorable, but you knew that was the most menacing stuff because it was alive and working for Mama. Yeah. That's what this feels like. It's like, oh, you're going to come in this forest and get fucking weird shit happen to you? You know, it, it looked intimidating. It looked yeah. really intimidating. No, definitely. And he brought the help. This, it was translated really well, and I, and, I, and I had to bring attention to that. No, yeah, I agree. Um, this guy's smoking a cigar dynamite stick. Is that what's happening? I think his tongue is a dynamite stick. Sure. Clock face. I get it. Wires. Right, right, right. It's a bomb. Yeah. It's a bomb, bomb. Right. It's okay. Bomb. The bomb. Okay. Let's break these guys down. Okay. Who else we got? Who There's else? this crystal thing. I don't know. Diamond? The, the, a diamond monster? Look at the trees. They look like broccoli. <laughs> yeah, there's this lava dragon. There's a lava dragon here, and then I don't know another uh, weird smoke monster. Oh, thirst is there. There's a dragonfly. I don't know what's going on with him. They just uh, they look pretty standard to me as far as monsters go. Yeah, I don't see any distinct. Is this volcano man? Maybe death. I don't know volcano Uma magma. Yeah, magma is a magma death. Is that the dark magician up there? <laughs> no. He has a guitar. He's got like satellite. Oh, yeah, speakers and a guitar. Oh, yeah. Is that the UMA music? Like, yeah, maybe sound. He's getting it in right now. Yeah. Maybe he's just providing the music for the, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. For the battle. Everyone's duking it out. Yeah. Um. All right, so Andy gets back down to the ground, and he's like... Yeah, after seeing all that wild shit. He's like, oh, well, I guess we got to fight them all, because this is close to the end of the series. And um, they immediately get um, approached by Thirst, the UMA Thirst, and um, Andy destroys it, which means it eliminates all Thirst, and the I guess the concept of dryness away from, uh, away from the world. So nobody will ever get thirsty again. Um that's that's the implication. That's so wild. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy that that's a thing. Not only that, he'll, uh, dry skin will probably cease to exist, it seems. I don't know. Does, thirst, uh, does a lack of thirst also connotate infinite dryness? Or inf- infinite hydration. Mm. That's what it is. I mean, in theory, nobody would have to drink water again. That much is at least no. assured. No one. No one would ever. No one needs moisture. That's why you would be thirsty. Yeah, because you require moisture sustenance. Honestly, this is probably the best rule to eliminate in a while. You know, (laughs) eliminate (laughs) thirst. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's where the chapter ends. Actually, Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I thought it was really funny. Um, it it was fun. I, I don't. I'm getting weird vibes from this arc. I don't know if this is... I'm gonna, all right, I, I'm going to swear that I'm not talking about that shit, whether it's going to end or not anymore. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
No, I, I really don't care for Lucy or the vampire situation going on, but I mean, this fucking Uma Force is about to get crazy. Yeah. And I hope that there's more than just Andy slicing down rules. I hope that they do weird shit to him. Like, you see how he was getting dry? I hope they had to deal with, like, weird like weird rules and Lucy turned into a negator or not. If she doesn't, maybe she just gets sacrificed or something. Who cares, you know? Who cares? Do you care? I don't. I don't. I don't particularly care. <laughs> don't care for Lucy or her mother. That's Damn. It. As a matter of fact, I'll smoke a Lucy pack later. Show me that. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I hope Andy goes through some cool shit. Uh, you know, through the negate the uh, UMA forest. I guess. Um, <laughs> Big bad Uma forest. Yeah, I don't really know. But um, yeah, this was a fun one. Uh, it was cool seeing the little designs of all the UMAs and uh, the potential that comes from them. From them, I feel like he's just gonna blitz through this forest and face unruin because, uh, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I think this will be one full. Ch- I think it'll be one full chapter of him dealing with this forest, and he'll be out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fun chapter overall. Uh, I wasn't like. Uh, bouncing off the walls for this one but it wasn't bad at all i enjoyed it i enjoyed reading it uh and i'm excited for the next chapter but um yeah uh was that your final chat uh thoughts josh that was the final chapter and yes those that was the final chapter i'm sorry (laughs) that was the final chapter this week yes it was uh and uh, let us know what you think about undead unluck please oh uh somebody commented that one of uh i think it's uh her uh their name is ginga they comment underneath a lot of the undead unluck content, and uh, there's that one guy on Under's team. You know, one the one with the hair uh, yeah. and, and the hat and shit. Jojo. Yeah, they they commented that apparently his ability is unburn, which is pretty useless unless he was gonna capture burn. Was he there for that? No, he no, wasn't. he was there for that because they they oh. already had burn. Oh, under already had burn. Never mind. Oh, so he he helped them get burn already then. Yeah. So you know he okay. does he doesn't have any powers outside of that, basically. Wow. But honestly, thank you for that, Ginga. Although although it, yeah, I was like you. I read that and I was like, okay, <laughs> wow. it was a waste of a cool design, I guess. But JoJo, JoJo, yeah, very JoJo's bizarre adventure. I was actually looking forward to seeing what this guy was about, but I guess. We never will. <laughs> but uh, in any case, yeah, that was Undead Unluck. But he's going to be burning as he get closer to the sun. And that's true. Maybe he can stop the world from getting burnt. That would be pretty fire. That would be really lit. Yeah. But. Inconvenient. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was Undead Unluck. And that has been our show. Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, very much appreciated. We are back, baby. Uh for maybe a, another day uh, we still have to do the monthly chapters pretty soon um, we'll keep you posted on that but for now uh, that was the end of this show uh, you can find me at the Chris Aspinall on Twitter and Instagram Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 Brian oh wait uh, and also on Twitter at NY chillin uh, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram and on uh, his twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh, check him out there his computers down right now but you know once he's back he'll be back to gaming 
so uh check them out there uh follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram like share subscribe on the show uh that would be super cool or if you prefer audio podcasts the audio podcast always goes on first at uh itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts so check us out there uh email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything guys want us to talk about and um yeah we'll see you in a couple days uh hopefully new jump citizens stay safe peace out guys thanks for listening <laughs>